This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tonight, J-Lo slays the AMAs, channeling Beyonce, her steamy performance as red carpet fashion makes a major comeback. Oh my God, listen. Plus, there's so Perry returns to the stage after baby and the reason the weekend was all bandaged up then why Harry and Meghan are handing over the keys to their London love nest there is no turning back now plus three two only we're getting a look inside the final dancing rehearsals before tonight's big finale Jason won't propose to me unless I win the miracle and Hollywood power couple Melissa McCarthy and Ben Falcone on making movies and their marriage work Melissa's made out with lots of guys <laughs> <laughs> That's before I started acting. Hey! You know, it really is hard to do a show during this pandemic, and we can relate. Look at us out on our studio lot. But the AMAs, oh, they found a way to soar. Rachel Smith joins us from Nashville. And you know what, Rach? J-Lo brought back human contact. Yes. And it was steaming hot, Kev. She made us forget for a moment it was 2020, and that felt good. I wanna love you, you already know, yeah. Wet hair, rock hard abs, and that black mesh cat suit. JLo sizzled during her AMA duet with Maluma. From the costume to the lighting to the chair, it seems she was channeling Beyonce's iconic performance at the 2014 Grammys. The other big duet, Justin Bieber and Shawn Mendes. What if I fall? They performed the song they co-wrote, Monster, shutting down rumors they had a feud over Bieber's wife, Haley, who Sean briefly dated back in 2018. Another headliner, The Weeknd, but why was his face covered in bandages? When I look at you in your eyes. 
The singer who won three awards took over a bridge in downtown LA and filled it with fireworks. And yes, he's okay. Those face bandages are to draw attention to the dangers of drunk driving. The theme of his video, Blinding Lights. Meanwhile, Katy Perry performed for the first time since becoming a mom. And Taylor Swift won Artist of the Year. Look what you made me do. The reason I'm not there tonight is I'm actually re-recording all of my old music in the studio where, um, where we originally recorded it. So it's been amazing and I can't wait for you to hear it. As for how they pulled this award show together, BB Rexa, who performed with Doja Cat, told us the AMAs followed strict COVID protocols. How different and difficult was it for you to get rehearsal time together? It was difficult. It was constant testing and, uh, you know, we you would go into the rehearsal space and then it was every 45 minutes it had to be aired out for 15 minutes and clean. So you'd be in the middle of rehearsals and everybody would be aired out and you have to have your masks on, but it's worth it. Last year's host, Sierra, who presented, says the pandemic has forced her to up her game. I kind of feel like you have no choice but to really be creative because you're like in the same four walls every day. I'm thankful for the time I get to spend with my family. I think I've just realized what's what's important in life and it's put everything in perspective. So I think at the end of the day, my kids are really the only thing that matters. When it came to the AMA fashion, the big trend of the night was silver and lots of leg. BB rocked a slit, Cara Delevingne was glam in Dolce & Gabbana, Paris Hilton paired her plunging mini with a pony, and short hair don't care J-Lo brought the heat in custom Balmain. Yes, baby! Host Taraji P. Henson also hit the carpet in the color of the night before changing it to 12 different outfits during the three-hour show. It's Machine Gun Kelly. Megan Fox introduced her man of five months, Machine Gun Kelly, after the pair made the their official red carpet debut. Favorite pop song winner Dua Lipa gave us an under-the-sea moment in her sequence Starfish Versace Mini before changing into a short blue number for her sky-high performance from London. It was surreal. It was so surreal. I felt like I was in uh, Cirque du Soleil. And the American Music New Artist of the Year award goes to Doja Cat. Doja Cat picked up two awards and gave us a not-so-safe-for-work look. She's already getting Grammy buzz and broke this news to ET. I'll be just excited to perform. Like, that's that's my number one. But if we win something, that's that'll be crazy. So is that already a done deal, your performance for the Grammys? You, you will be performing? Um, I don't know. Many of the stars we saw shine at the AMAs could come up big at the Grammys. So the nominations will be announced tomorrow at noon Eastern, and we'll be streaming it on ET Live and at etlive.com, Kev. All right, can't wait for that, Rachel. And of course, we'll see you a little bit later in the show. But right now, we are learning more about how Alex Trebek's family is dealing with his passing. He's just my husband. He's but nice. I liked it better when she would bow when I came into the house. <laughs> <laughs> Alex's death certificate has just been revealed, and we've learned his beloved wife of 30 years, Jean, had him cremated and will keep his ashes at their Studio City, California home, where the Jeopardy host passed away just over two weeks ago. He was out on his swing that he loved with his wife, and mm. even his last day was done 
that perfectly. Now to the home Harry and Meghan shared, taken over by the royals. Harry's pregnant cousin, Princess Eugenie, and her husband, Jack, are moving into Frogmore Cottage at Windsor Castle. That's the home Meghan and Harry spent $3 million to renovate before leaving the UK and giving up their royal titles. One headline said, Harry and Meghan's prized possessions were hauled out in the dead of night to make room, but ETs learned they have not moved out. A source close to Harry and Meghan tells us they are delighted to open up Frogmore to relatives. Harry, meanwhile, is getting slammed for not speaking out about the new investigation into Princess Diana's infamous 1995 interview. Were you unfaithful? Yes, I adored him. The BBC has always denied it misled Princess Di into doing the controversial sit-down, but it's now launched an inquiry which William called a step in the right direction. Harry remains silent, but a source tells E.T., quote, you do not need a public statement to imagine how he is feeling privately. Sadly, some people are trying to use this to drive a wedge between the brothers. And finally, Tyler Perry's early Thanksgiving giveaway. Yesterday, thousands in need lined up in cars at the Mogul's Atlanta studios for a COVID-safe drive-through food giveaway dubbed TPS Giving, which helped feed 5,000 families. Where does that come from, that pay-it-forward attitude? Oh, that's the DNA of my mother. Every time I do something, especially around the holidays, I'm thinking of her because I know that she would be smiling from heaven. I mean, no one does more for the community than you do. All right, now on to a big night on television, the Dancing with the Stars finale. Lauren Zima at a perfectly socially distanced distance. We're here, we're here, Kevin. Right. We talked to the final four. They say they are going to pull out all the stops to get that mirror ball, and it might even mean pulling off the clothes. Ooh. By the beard of Zeus, that is a lot of chest hair. Will you be shirtless for the finale? I will be topless, and there might be some... Uh, Less chest some... hair. Is Jason going to propose at the finale? I hope not. And he will... He knows I don't want to do my second proposal on TV. I've already done that. Okay. So I feel like, let me have the mirror ball moment and then do it after. Well... How are you going to feel if you do win it all? We getting hammered. <laughs> we are getting Pizza, hammered. donuts, and alcohol. <laughs> Here's what we know about tonight's big finale. Jeannie Mai will be back in the ballroom for the first time since having emergency throat surgery. She's joined by all the former contestants except for Carol Baskin, who couldn't travel due to COVID restrictions. You just shared that you and your wife went through COVID earlier in the pandemic. I sort of made a full recovery in terms of cardio. Throughout the summer and fall, I've had this weird toe uh, injury or achiness. I've heard of COVID toes. Yes, I've heard of this. It hasn't fortunately inhibited my dancing abilities. Dance pro Sasha almost didn't perform last week because of an injury. After your back injury, will we see you in the finale dance? Well, you will. Okay. If you don't see him, you're not gonna see me. It's like that, and that's the, and and that's the thing. If he doesn't dance, I don't dance. Five, four, three, two. Dancing freestyle with his partner Jenna. It's Neve Shulman. Judging by our exclusive peek inside preps for tonight, the battle for the mirror ball is going to be fierce. Justina teased a hologram, while Caitlin and Artem are bringing Moulin Rouge, though all Artem really wants is to make his baby boy proud. I know it's not been easy for you to spend so much time away from Mateo and, and from Nikki. How will it feel to win that and bring that home to them? I think the only way they can take me back is <laughs> if I can't win the mirror ball. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so. fine. 
Artem, go big or you can't go home. Good point. <laughs> now, Kev, remember, Derek Huff not just judging tonight, he is also performing solo for the first time in years. You know, Derek's a very busy man these days. He's also teaming up with his sister Julianne to spread a little holiday cheer. Our exclusive with the Huffs, spilling scoop on their holiday special. Did you hear that? You know I mean. come out of his mouth. Then, Ted Danson reunites three of his most famous cast, Three Men and a Baby, The Good Place, and Cheers, ready for a reboot? You come back into the bar going, hey, what's been happening? Plus, Amanda Seyfried on the pregnancy she kept a secret. I couldn't feel really luckier. And her new movie co-star, Lily Collins, reveals wedding plans. It's like, what? Sorry, what? Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Are you all on gallery view? It's fun to see all of our faces. Ted Danson put together the mother of all reunion Zooms with the cast of Cheers, The Good Place, and Three Men and a Baby. And here's the crazy part. Ted revealed that he actually thought about rebooting Cheers after Frasier ended. You come back into the bar going, hey, what's been happening? And they said no. Who was they who said no? Anyway, Ted was joined by his wife, Mary Steenburgen, and they actually have a wedding to help plan. Rachel Smith is back with the details. Yeah, Kev, Mary's son Charlie recently put a ring on Phil Collins' daughter, Lily. She told me being a fiance still takes some getting used to. You just got engaged, so how are you feeling about all your successes? <laughs> you gotta do it, you know, it's just part I of it. I know, it's always like, it's like, what? Sorry, what? It's so funny when we got engaged, so many friends and family were like, thank you. I'm like, why? They're like, thank you for giving us something to look forward to. I was like, oh yeah, we totally did it for you guys. The Emily and Paris star and her fiance, Charlie McDowell, don't have a wedding date yet, but Lily says plans are in the works. Meanwhile, her main co-star, Amanda Seyfried, surprised everyone with the birth announcement of her little boy seven weeks ago after keeping her pregnancy a secret. Is little Nina, is Nina loving being a big sister now? best big sister that I, I've ever seen. She is obsessed with him and when she walks into the room, he finds her. He just finds her. He moves his head and he finds her. Shall I call you Herman? Please, call me Mac. The ladies play real-life characters in their new Netflix movie that debuts December 4th, shot entirely in black and white. This love letter to old Hollywood depicts the drama surrounding the making of Citizen Kane and its scriptwriter Herman Mankiewicz, known as Mank. I grew up loving old Hollywood, so I, I found it really fun to do research and to kind of envelop myself in this world in a whole new way. Amanda's getting rave reviews for her portrayal of William Randolph Hearst's mistress, Marion Davies. Help! Someone save me! Is it true that you had to do one scene over 200 times? I didn't actually count, so it could be a little bit less or probably more. And Gary Oldman is amazing as make. He already has one Oscar for playing Winston Churchill in Darkest Hour, Kev. The dude is just one of the great actors of our generation. All right, now to two of the funniest people we know, Melissa McCarthy and Ben Falcone. Get it, get it, get it! All amped up for our new interview and their 14th film together. When you get something right, you, you want to stick with it. Plus, the show where Melissa got her showbiz start, Gilmore Girls, how you can watch their reunion. Some days it feels like we never left. 
And we're with American Idol alum Tori Kelly, getting us in the holiday spirit. I feel a lot of pressure all of a sudden. Starting tonight, spend Thanksgiving week in Stars Hollow when the CW airs its four-night event of Gilmore Girls, A Year in the Life. We have limited time. Should we skip the town tour? We can't skip the town tour. Well, we'll keep it short. The 2016 reboot originally aired on Netflix. It picks up nine years after the series finale with mother-daughter duo Lorelai and Rory, played by Lauren Graham and Alexis Bledel. We just jumped right back in. I mean, I, it was some days it feels like we never left. More than 37 cast members returned for the four two-hour episodes. You're eating tacos. They're organic. Uh, and I saw you grab those mini donuts, put them down right now. And all three of Rory's love interests appear, including her first love, Jared Padalecki, the one that got away, Matt Zucre, and the bad boy, This Is Us star Milo Ventimiglia. What? Could have been a contender. You're still a contender. Milo recently told us just how much the show shaped his career. I was 24 when I joined the show huh. 19 years ago. Um, and I think about the experiences I've had in life was super impactful and helped me as a younger actor. It's so incredible to have this opportunity just creatively to go back to these interactions. You know, they're still the same people, but they've evolved quite a bit. But one fan favorite is missing, Ed Herman, who played Grandpa Richard Gilmore. He passed away in 2014, and his death was written into the reboot. His energy was so big and, and, and wonderful, so, you know, we, we missed him very much. That cast so close with each other. And one of the most famous residents to come out of Stars Hollow, Miss Melissa McCarthy. But she is back to TV with husband Ben Falcone and real-life pal Bobby Cannavale. And, by the way, they really know how to make somebody feel loved. How are you guys doing? Good! Great today. You guys are together kind of because you love each other, but also you're quarantining in Australia. What's How's that? It's been great. Awesome. Right? It's great. Yeah, it's like another planet here. I mean, there's no COVID here at all. COVID free. We're all working on the same project, Nine Perfect Strangers together. So we, you know, we pod together or we're in our bubbles, I guess. While Melissa and Bobby are currently shooting that upcoming Hulu miniseries with Nicole Kidman, it's their new comedy, Super Intelligence, that got them all fired up. Carol, I am a technological super intelligence. I know that voice. Is this James Corden? I'm not James Corden, Carol. That really is James Corden as the AI that takes a hold of Melissa. This is her 14th movie co-starring her husband and the fourth time he's directed her. When you get something right, you, you want to stick with it. Carol, you look amazing. Weirdly overdressed. But it's Bobby, not Ben, who romances Melissa in the film that starts streaming Thanksgiving Day on HBO Max. Ben, how is it watching your wife in a romantic comedy with Bobby? You know, Melissa's made out with lots of guys. <laughs> <laughs> and that's before I started acting. Hey, no! Was I in your dreams at all while we were shooting this a little bit? Was I? Would you? Was I in your dreams? <laughs> I, don't know, I, I don't want to offend you, but no. <laughs> Quarantine either brings you together or breaks you apart. Apparently, it's working for those three. All right, let's keep the good times rolling with Derek and Julianne Huff. They're hosting an upcoming Disney holiday special along with Grownish star Trevor Jackson. E.T. got an exclusive sneak peek at the Huff's opening number. As for their own holiday plans, well, they have to get through Thanksgiving first. 
this year for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. What's happening? Should we do something together? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know if, if we're want. allowed. I don't know if we're allowed. I don't know if I want to. Did you hear that you know about to I mean. come out of his mouth? Uh, nothing like a little friendly sibling rivalry between these two. But don't worry, it's all twinkling lights and tinsel for their new special, The Wonderful World of Disney Magical Holiday Celebration, airing Thursday on ABC. You know, we're working on some camera tricks and some angles um, that are just going to make it feel like there's a lot of motion, a lot of movement, a lot of energy. We get to go around the park and, and have different experiences with the different lands mm -hmm. and different costumes, different costumes. Different, the, the music changes each time we're in a yes. different place. Yep, we're talking more than five different locations and seven costume changes and the rest of the special will flash back to performances from years past, including Kristen Bell and Adina Menzel, Kelly Clarkson and Sierra. Dashing through the snow. I think 2020 has been a really challenging year for so many people. I feel like, you know, we need some holiday cheer, even some Disney cheer, yeah. uh, some performances and, and people coming together and unifying during yeah. this time. It really is time to come together and heal. All right, coming up, we're keeping the Christmas spirit going with our Tori Kelly exclusive. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. It's beginning to feel a lot like Christmas here in Hollywood, thanks to American Idol alum Tori Kelly. And you guys got to do something so fun. It was pretty iconic. We yeah. went to the top of the historic Capitol Records building in Hollywood, where Tori got to light the Christmas tree. It was so festive and fun. All right, check it out. Take care, everybody. Tori Kelly, take it away. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> um, what is awesome too is you're doing this in celebration of your first Christmas album. Christmas time is here. I put out an EP earlier in the year and then it just felt right to you know keep it going and, and I started doing Christmas songs with the incredible legendary Babyface. Tell me what you have in store other than working for all of the holidays. I'm excited to hang out with my two little dogs because one of them will be his first Christmas. Probably just, you know, be something small and um, just with my husband yeah. chilling. Christmas is just about being together. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. CBS Sunday, after the Equalizer. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. It's the season finale. Everyone's looking for something. Of Tracker. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. <laughs> Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions and you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker, CBS season finale Sunday after The Equalizer on CBS and streaming on Paramount+.